Welcome to the 10-Minute Transformation Podcast. I'm Dave Milford, and I'm glad you're here. The goal of this podcast is for you to be transformed, radically changed in thought, belief, character, and behavior, so you can effectively work alongside Jesus to transform your part of the world. We help you break free from wounds, sin, and false beliefs from your past, know your true identity in Christ, and give you powerful tools for transformation. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button. Welcome to the Transformation Tribe. On today's podcast, why do I still sin after being saved? Paul wrote this about 2,000 years ago. He wrote in Romans 7.15, In fact, I don't understand why I act the way I do. I don't do what I know is right. I do the things I hate. He was talking about sinning. Christians sometimes sin. Why? I want to look at God's plan. You know, God could have made us perfect so that we wouldn't ever sin. Why didn't he? God's plan first was to rescue and restore us. The rescue was when we were born again. Many Christians don't understand the restoration process, and as a result, they're confused, sometimes angry, or really frustrated with God. Like God, we are a three-part being. We have our spirit, our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, and our body. Each of these are sanctified by God at a different time and in a different way. Let me explain. Sanctification is the theological term. It simply means to be made holy, and then it also means to be set apart for God's purpose. Immediately when we're born again, our spirits are regenerated. They are recreated. We're given a new nature, and our sin is removed. Jesus paid the price for our sin. When God looks at us, he sees Jesus' perfection. This is the Christian concept of grace and forgiveness. God allowed Jesus to die so we don't have to. The second part, or second sanctification, is not immediate. Many of us found that out. Our souls, our minds, our wills, and emotions. This is a process that happens over time. There are no shortcuts. This is part of our growth and development as sons and daughters of God. This is the battle we fight daily. It's our souls that fight against our spirit. It's our self, our thoughts, our desires, and our emotions that fight against the spiritual part of us. The choice we must make every day is who we're going to love, ourselves, the things of Satan, with the things of this world, or are we going to love Jesus? The third part of sanctification is our bodies. God sanctifies our bodies when we get to heaven by giving us new bodies. Our bodies are not sanctified here on the earth. So we have God's overall plan, the battle to make our souls, our minds, wills, and emotions fully God's, is how we learn to love. So the answer to the question, why? Why does God allow this process to happen, knowing that we're going to sin, we're going to fail, we're going to struggle? The answer to that question is, this is God's process for restoring us as sons and daughters. It's through this struggle that we learn to rely on him and depend on him. It's through this struggle that we learn to love and overcome self, Satan, and sin. Love is a choice. And it's a choice that must be made again and again and again. I married my wife over 27 years ago. I loved her then, and I've loved her again and again and again over all of these years. And it's the same thing with God. We fight this battle through our desire for God, through our love for God. Second, through our obedience to God. Obedience to God. Learning to trust God with everything, even things I don't understand. There are faith battles to be fought here, both for ourselves, to do what's right in our own lives, 
and to fight against Satan and the powers that come against us, but also to fight for people we love, to help them, free them from addiction and from poverty, from sin, from sickness, from death, premature death and injustice. In this process, as we go through these battles and these struggles, Holy Spirit replaces our character with the character of Jesus Christ. It's Holy Spirit and the Word of God that sanctify our souls, our minds, our wills, and emotions. They are the ones who make us holy and set us apart for God's service. Satan's strategy Satan's strategy is simple, separation and division. His strategy is to separate you from God. He will tempt you into sin and then immediately accuse you. He'll make you feel guilty and ashamed so that you won't go back to your loving father, God. Sin separates you from God. Isaiah 59.2 says, But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he does not care. Romans 6.23 tells us that the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Death is separation from God. Restored relationship with God is life. John 17.3, Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus whom you have sent. Second strategy is to separate you from others, from your family, your Christian family. Uh, 1 Peter 5.8 tells us that your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Think about lions for a minute. Lions don't attack entire herds. They attack those who get separated from the herd. Don't allow yourself to be separated from God's family. God said of Adam as he watched him in the garden, it's not good for the man to be alone. Then God created Eve. We need others. We need others to encourage, support, and help us learn how to love. In Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25, it tells us, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Satan wants to take you out of the battle. There is a battle raging all around us, a battle of good and evil, a battle for the lives and uh, for the well-being of those we love. God has very specific works for you to do. God needs you in this battle. He needs you to learn how to love, and he needs you to learn how to fight selfishness and worldliness. In exchange, he gives you himself. Activation. Now you know what God is trying to do and Satan's strategy too. Defeat Satan's strategy of of division and separation by forgiving yourself. Do not let yourself be separated from God. When you sin, go running into his lap. Forgive others too. Don't let Satan separate you from God's people. Stay in Christ. Keep loving Jesus and keep obeying him to the best of your ability. He is both your Savior and Lord. Let's pray and declare this over our lives together. When I sin, I will immediately repent and run back into Father God's loving arms. I reject guilt and shame. They have no place in my life. God is not ashamed of me. At the very moment I was doing the worst thing I've ever done in my life, God loved me. God isn't judging me by my performance. If I continue to live with Jesus as my Savior and Lord, Jesus' perfect, sinless life is what God sees when he looks at me. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I love God. The sin issue is resolved for me. Jesus took my place. Jesus went to prison for me. Jesus was punished for my sin. He died for me. And God found Jesus not guilty. 
My sin was paid in full. I will live free from sin, guilt, and shame. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe. Also, share it with a friend. Thank you for listening. And thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation.